This episode of the OrthoBullets audio review podcast will go over the topic of transient synovitis of the hip from the pediatric section on orthobullets.com. Transient synovitis of the hip is inflammation of the synovium and a common cause of hip pain in pediatric patients that must be differentiated from septic arthritis of the hip. Treatment of transient synovitis is usually anti-inflammatories and supportive measures given the self-limiting nature of the condition. Transient synovitis of the hip is the most common cause of hip pain in the pediatric population. It occurs in 3% of children between 3 to 10 years old, and the recurrence rate is as high as 20%. It most commonly occurs in children aged 4 to 8 years old, and the male to female ratio is 2 to 1. Transient synovitis can affect any major joint, but most commonly affects the hip joint. The exact cause of transient synovitis is largely unknown, however may be related to a viral upper respiratory infection, a bacterial infection like a post-streptococcal toxic synovitis, trauma, higher interferon concentration, and or an allergic reaction. The pathophysiology is related to nonspecific inflammation and hypertrophy of the synovial lining slash membrane of the hip joint. The natural history of the disease is usually benign. There's marked improvement usually within 24 to 48 hours, and complete resolution of symptoms will usually occur in one to two weeks. Patients with transient synovitis typically present with a history of recent upper respiratory infection or trauma. Symptoms are mild and usually the patients are afebrile. There may be muscle spasms. There's usually a history of acute or insidious onset of groin slash thigh pain with refusal to bear weight on the affected extremity. The symptoms usually improve during the day as the child can walk with a limp later in the day. On physical exam, these patients usually do not have a toxic appearance and typically present with their hip inflection, abduction, and external rotation as this is the position with the least amount of intracapsular pressure. As far as motion, mild to moderate restriction of hip internal rotation is the most sensitive range of motion restriction. A painless arc of motion is most likely transient synovitis rather than a septic arthritis. Toe walking, cavus foot, or clawing of the toes may suggest a neurological cause of the limp. Provocative tests can include log rolling the leg, which can detect involuntary muscle guarding, and other simple tests like non-tender motion of the lumbar spine and ipsilateral knee can be sensitive in ruling out a septic arthritis. Recommended imaging for these patients include AP, lateral, or frog leg hip views. Optional radiographs include spine films, however, radiographs are usually normal. Ultrasound is indicated when there is a history and physical examination suspicious for septic arthritis. Ultrasonography is accurate for detecting intracapsular fluid slash effusion. It may show synovial membrane thickening. However, it's difficult to distinguish transient synovitis from septic arthritis on ultrasound but infection is less likely if an effusion is absent. MRI is indicated when there is suspicion for myositis or osteomyelitis, and when there are significantly elevated lab values. As far as lab studies for these patients, serum labs may show a white blood cell count that might be slightly elevated. CRP will typically be less than 20 milligrams per liter, and it is important to remember that the CRP is the most important factor to rule out septic arthritis. ESR will usually be less than 20 millimeters per hour. However, again, the CRP is the most sensitive test. Synovial fluid aspiration may be indicated if there is concern for septic arthritis based on clinical judgment or the Coker criteria. 
In the classic article by Coker et al., the authors reviewed pediatric patients with septic arthritis and concluded that four independent multivariate clinical predictors were identified to differentiate between septic arthritis and transient synovitis. History of fever, non-weight bearing, erythrocyte sedimentation rate of at least 40 millimeters per hour, and serum white blood cell count of more than 12,000 cells per cubic millimeter. The predicted probability of septic arthritis was determined for all 16 combinations of these four predictors and is summarized as less than 0.2% for zero predictors, 3% for one predictor, 40% for two predictors, 93% for three predictors, and 99% for four predictors. As far as synovial fluid aspiration, you can assume a patient has septic arthritis if the synovial white blood cell count is greater than 50,000. Transient synovitis is a diagnosis of exclusion. Other diagnoses on the differential include septic arthritis, proximal femoral osteomyelitis, hip dysplasia, slipped capital femoral epiphysis, leg calf perthes disease, and multiple epiphyseal dysplasia. To quickly review all the diagnoses on the differential, Transient synovitis has a history of upper respiratory infection and hip pain that improves over the course of the day. There is mild or absent fever. Patients are able to bear weight and have restricted abduction on physical exam. X-rays are usually normal and CRP is less than 20. Septic arthritis has an acute onset of pain and fever greater than 101.5 with a child that appears sick. Patients have inability to bear weight and the child rests in external rotation and refuses to move the joint. X-rays are usually normal, labs will show a white blood cell count of greater than 12,000 cells per milliliter, an ESR of greater than 40, and aspiration of the joint shows a white blood cell count of greater than 50,000. Patients with proximal femoral osteomyelitis have a more insidious onset of symptoms, fever is variable, patients present with a swollen, tender limb, X-rays are normal in the early phases but may show soft tissue swelling. Labs show an ESR that rises rapidly, and white blood cell counts are variable. Hip dysplasia is found in high-risk children with a family history or who were born in a breech position. These patients don't have a fever. Galeazzi or Barlow signs are found in the baby or toddler's limb on exam. Ultrasound at less than four months old and radiographs are diagnostic, and labs are usually normal. Slipped capital femoral epiphysis, or SCIFI, is found in children 10 to 13 years old and presents with a vague hip pain and knee pain. Patients don't usually have a fever. Physical exam shows obligatory external rotation with flexion. X-ray diagnosis is made with Klein's lines, and the labs are only abnormal in the context of an endocrine etiology like an elevated TSH. Leg calf perthes is seen in children 4 to 8 years old, and they present with vague hip and knee pain or a painless limb. Patients don't have a fever. They have loss of internal rotation and abduction on exam. There is a unilateral or asymmetric epiphyseal defect on x-rays, and labs are normal. Finally, multiple epiphyseal dysplasia is seen in a normal-looking child. Dwarfism may not manifest until 5 to 15 years old. No fever is seen in these patients. They have a waddling gait on exam. X-rays may show simultaneous bilateral epiphyseal defects, and labs are normal. Treatment for transient synovitis is non-operative and typically involves NSAIDs and close observation. This is obviously the treatment of choice when there is low clinical suspicion of septic arthritis. Patients are treated with IV or PO NSAIDs and are observed for 24 hours. 
Patients are told to minimize walking for 24 hours, and sometimes traction can be considered to enforce rest. If symptoms improve with NSAIDs, it is more likely to be transient synovitis, and symptom resolution typically occurs in under one week from the date of presentation. Recurrence has an incidence of between 4 to 26%. That's all for this review of transient synovitis. This is the OrthoBullets Audio Review, a podcast by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. Visit orthobullets.com or download the Bullets app on your iPhone or Android device for topics, questions, techniques, videos, and much more.